previously on Live at 605. Remember, we went to Wally Bald. Wally Bald. Wait, Wally Balls or Wally Bald? Wally Bald. Do you know who Wally Balls is? Is that a thing? I thought you were being perf. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a beautiful downtown Toronto. This is episode four of Live at 605 season 23. The wow. most ultimate season ever. Every episode's a movie. Every episode is a straight up film that you mm. will want to watch. And it's less than an hour and 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> which is perfect, lit- length. perfect length for John and I. Um, but if you're tuning in for the first time, I am your podcaster, Val. And I'm your boy, John. And yeah, this is really a podcast where we share our like adventures from the year. And so last week we were talking about our amazing uh, trip around like the GTA. Or- yeah, I was going to say we went last week we went to Paris. Pause for effect, pause for effect, <laughs> Ontario. Totally. But the week before that we were in New York City and hung out with like Chris Rock. Yeah. So uh, this episode, we do another adventure. We teased it as part of our Christmas experience. I got John surprise tickets to go see um, a band called Always in Montreal, but we actually made a whole experience around that, which was outstanding. So I don't know if you want to jump into it or like give out some contact information. Yeah, give out the contact information. Tell people how they can hit you up and everything. Well, if you want to see what we've been up to, but also go back into my um, gallery. Well, you also get a sneak preview. of If people go to your Instagram right now, they can kind of see a sneak preview of what we did this season. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, So definitely check it out. On my wall, you'll see a bunch of like different gallery posts. But my post from March 5th, is in Montreal, which is the backdrop of Mm. all of the things uh, that we did. Some of them aren't on here, obviously, but you'll have the fun and vibrant talk track behind the scenes. Exactly. And so Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and X. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, you should call it Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And then, of course, for the podcast, just search Live 605 on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you'll find us there. Lots of good Insta videos and posts there. So, can we do a super fan? We, do you have a super fan? I do. I'm texting her right now. Sure, let's cue it up. This is our super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it on Who's the super fan? We have not even released season 23 of the podcast yet, mm. but I was working upstairs and I didn't know <laughs> that you had put something out I did on a story. Instagram. You did a story. I didn't know you did a story. So super fan of the week is Tammy from Montreal. <laughs> who literally gave a shout out and was like, holy shit, is live at 605 back officially? I think it is officially back. I mean, she had more like news than I did. I didn't even know you fucking posted something. I know. Well, you got to get on the Instas. And that's how if you follow us on uh, Live 605 on Instagram, that's where you get the sneak peeks from. So that's amazing. I think that's amazing. So shout out to Tammy, always being a superstar podcaster fan. Um, But I'm excited because I actually get to talk about her in this podcast episode as well. Exactly. So that makes her our super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it on And as much as we love super fans, you know what else we love on this is celebrity interactions. (laughs) 
I, this is breaking news. I didn't even tell you this. I slid into someone's DM today and they slid right back at me. Oh, God. Who? Uh, someone you may have heard of called The Situation. No. Him and I were talking today on uh, the socials on Instagram. How are you telling me this now? Because like, I wanted so to wait for the podcast. That's I'm so why. excited. So you know me and I always like to find, if I know there's like a, a, a YouTube or a TV show about something, I don't like to tell you. Sometimes I like to surprise you, right? Yes. You're very good with the mystery gifts. This one's been tough. For the past week on Instagrams, I saw that. Is he coming to my birthday? I'm sure if we asked nicely, he probably would be the one that would come. <laughs> I'll bring chicken tendies. <laughs> well, he, uh, because he has a book coming out, I think it's out now, Nightline, which is like an ABC, like uh, it's like a Dateline type of show. Yeah, isn't that where like murderers are found out? I think that's Dateline. Oh, okay. Nightline probably is the same thing, but Nightline did a full 30-minute episode on the situation and his rise to fame, his rise and fall and rise again. Definite tears when he came out of prison. Exactly, but... I'm like, okay, this is an ABC thing. Great. We get ABC here in Canada. Check out the promo exclusively on Hulu. Why did, oh my God. Wait, do we get to see it on Disney Plus then? So I went on Disney Plus. I went on Amazon Prime. I went on Paramount. I went on Crave. Oh my God. Is he sending you a recording of it? So it's not anywhere in Canada. So I. This is like the fucking, the bear coming back late for us. Exactly. So I, he had posted on his Instagram and I, I. Left him a comment, said, hey, how can we watch this in Canada? Got like six likes from some other Canadian fans. Like, hell yeah, where can we watch this? Totally. Nothing. So I was like, screw this. Let me just go into the DMs and slide in there. Yeah. So I sent him a DM this morning. I said, (laughs) do you know how I can watch it here in Canada? Big fan, by the way. (laughs) I wasn't like, hey, Sitch, or I just. How long did it take you to write that sentence? Well, so I (laughs) clearly not very long. No, no, no. But like, how long were you like, what should I say? Well, did you, let me read it again. Tell me how long you think it took me. Do you know how I can watch it here in Canada? Big fan, by the way. Yeah, but I feel like this is the thing where it's like, even on my own Instagram post, you're like, ah, I don't know if you should say that. It's too meta, Val. So I sent that at 10.47 a.m. Did you oh. not write back to me at 10.51 a.m.? Oh my God, you were fully like texting with the situation. Yeah, I'm into his DMs. What? That's what I'm telling you. He said the full episode is 30 minutes, but you can see half of it on the Nightline YouTube. Ooh. And I said, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Seen one hour ago, no response, but he saw it. <laughs> I so. mean, that's a pretty amazing that you got that. Yeah, that's a huge. That res- is another Jersey Shore moment. What is a moment? But <laughs> Jersey see, Shore moment from this year. This, th- yeah, we got stories coming up that have to do with seeing DJ Polly D live and in person. Yeah. But you never know what you're going to get on this episode. I'm sliding into people's DMs. I, I thought I heard you laughing upstairs. See, you can see right there. The situ- and I never insta him before, but we had tagged him. Yeah, I was like, what do you have above it? We tagged him in the best of. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't think he ever saw that. But anyways, <laughs> so it took him three minutes to respond to Maybe me. Maybe he was in prison then, John. Maybe. Dude's got 3.5 million followers and he's just responding to. Uh, That's why celebrities thing. are accessible. Reality TV star celebrities are accessible. Exactly. I mean, there's no. Obviously, we've had Snooki repost us on Twitter. We've mm-hmm. interacted with her, but the situation. I'm going to hit up uh, Angelina's and see how she's doing. <laughs> I feel like Paul or Vinny would never write back to me. But no. uh, anyway, so I thought I was going to tell you that, but I had to save it for the podcast. So That's so cool. That's why you never know what you're going to get here. <laughs> but what are we actually talking about this week? So we're talking about our Montreal trip, like I said. Okay, should we get right into it? Yes. 
Okay, so you, as you mentioned, for Christmas, you got me, uh, one of the Christmas gifts you got me was to go see the band Always in Montreal. And we've been to Montreal a few times. The last time we were there was an epic story. The day we bought our house that we're currently in, <laughs> we bought it from the Montreal airport, basically over a text message. Yes. So, and I, I played that text message, like playing as if I was on the prices, right? Exactly. I had no knowledge of what I was doing. Yeah. I forget what that must've been like four seasons ago. You can check it out. It's uh, I'll look out the name of it, but that's a wild episode. Mm -hmm. How we bought this house when we were in Montreal, but we have, I haven't been to Montreal since. I don't think you have either. So uh -uh. we decided instead of flying, we were going to drive to Montreal, I mean, right? after you drive to New York City, everything pales by comparison. Exactly. Well, were you feeling more comfortable driving to uh, Montreal? Yeah, Montreal is kind of like Toronto, though. For those of you guys who haven't driven in large Canadian cities, is that it's all under construction and there's gridlock everywhere. Yeah. So like, you could fly to Italy or drive to Montreal. That's correct. Yeah, in the same amount of time. So it's like you're oh, just basically choosing which option. But you always make a killer playlist whenever we do any commute. Um, and you obviously made one that had a lot of always the band, which we'll talk about later yeah. um, in it. But yeah, it, I mean, it was a fucking snowstorm. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, uh, if you want to hear the crazy episode about how we bought this house from Montreal, it's called New House Who This. Yeah. And uh, also, I was just looking at some episode titles from that season. The one before that's called Size Queen. <laughs> and two before that's called Rice is White. So. <laughs> don't know why. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so, because we were driving there, I always like to make a fun playlist. Mm -hmm. And did Sorry, did you say the name of this playlist? No. So, it's a if you're going on a road trip, two things are essential. Mm -hmm. You got to have a playlist. But now, thanks to Apple Music, mm -hmm. uh, it's not like playlists where you just like burn a CD. Like, mm -hmm. you can actually name your playlist. And so I always like to give them fun names. So, for example, we went to Ottawa for Thanksgiving and I called that playlist Tom Hanksgiving, an emergency playlist. I think <laughs> I made that like five hours before we left. Totally. But then the playlist for the Montreal trip was called 2023 Always Go For It, which is basically our motto, as we said. From last week. Exactly. So when we, the drive was fine. John and I always split it. We you had, put the food in the oven or no? No, I just put the oven on to heat it okay. to 400. Sorry, we're also uh, <laughs> cooking a full chicken tonight. And scalloped potatoes. Exactly. Um. So the drive there, you and I always split it. Yeah. But again, we're with our new car. We're going into city. We Yeah, we've been to a bunch. I thought the drive there was like fine, smooth. Like we weren't in a rush or anything because oh. the first night... I think we were just... We were going um, out for dinner the first night. Yeah, we're meeting some friends. And again, like, I think this is what's really cool about Canada or just like having friends across the world. In any major city we go to now, there's always like somebody we can like rally with or like wants to hang out, which is amazing. So um, the first day we were there, you and I just really went walking around. We checked yeah. into the hotel. The hotel was like giant. What's the hotel called? You looked it up. Hotel Bonaventure? Yeah. And so it was kind of like a conference hall mall hotel. Well, it was it like was giant. It's like f five minutes away from the Bell Center, wasn't it? Like within yeah. walking distance, which is really cool. So it's like downtown Montreal. You found, I think we found it together. Mm -hmm. And it was a really cool hotel. With they had one uh, steep peak is that they had a lot of artwork we were uh -oh, into. Oh, were you in the market for some artwork? <laughs> Apparently. That's right. So yeah, no, artwork, they had a really cool outdoor pool that mm -hmm. I think it was heated because it was March and people were in it, right? Totally. But it, it was like super big and giant. And so we're like, 
oh, we're meeting friends later that night. So let's just go like walk around and like hang out. Mm -hmm. um, so we ended up just going in. The, what's really amazing for those of you guys who haven't gone to Montreal, it's a super accessible city. So it's easy to like walk around, even if it's snowing and whatnot. And or the transit is really chill. There's obviously yeah. like Ubers and things and like the different neighborhoods are awesome. So we were in like more of the financial district walking right. around and like they had some new art installations. There was obviously like different decorations up still like post Christmas holiday, but it's just so beautiful, like with the mountain in the back and everything. So mm -hmm. it was really nice. Like I felt like we just dicked around and we went out for like, I think we grabbed like lunch or something or drinks. Yeah for a bit but day one was lovely yeah like you said we went out who who were we going out to dinner with then so one of the things so um we were <laughs> we were we were um one of the craziest things is with the exception of super fan of the week tammy <laughs> because of the pandemic i hadn't seen a bunch of friends in person in about four years yeah. No. <laughs> so we were somehow magically got together. Um, Jen, Tammy, mm -hmm. Francois, and dear friend of the podcast, Jacques, um, were all available to hang out. And we're like, we can pick you and John up. We can drive you. Like, yeah. you can stay at our house. Like, yeah, they're very, so very sweet. Nice. And you had never met these people, nope. like, or these friends, I should say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but you had, like, heard of them. And, like, of course, I've heard nothing but, like, awesome stories mm -hmm. about all of them and just how cool they all are and just how like tight you guys are as, as friends. Right. So I think that's one of the things like we're all bonded through work, but I actually would say it's like, we all have so many like interests outside of like being bonded through work. So like yeah. Jacques is like an amazing musician as are you as are me, um, as, are me. as are me. Apparently I'm not an amazing speaker right. um, as are me. So Jacques is a, incredible musician who plays with the Montreal Symphony. Oh, damn. Um, he plays like double bass. He plays guitar. He's like jammed with them. He's won in like a Juno before. Really? Um, he was recently retiring. Yeah. So it was amazing to see him, but I got like really emotional after like, not like we all kind of obviously have gone through a lot yeah. of stuff in the pandemic, but it was the first time, despite being on so many virtual calls, there was like something about hugging your friends who you'd been through so much with mm -hmm. in four years in person. Uh, Francois obviously had his own story. So mm -hmm. like the last time I was physically with them, we were doing a shoot for work. Oh yeah, that's um, right. And so it was really amazing, like, you know, to see him and chat a bit, but we went to this bar, which was hilarious. And so Jen found this bar for all of us to go to, cause it was close enough for her to come out of school right. um, afterwards, but it turned into like a Haitian karaoke bar yeah, it did. after so, yes. like, the crazier part was so like, what song did you perform? Obviously I was performing all the hits of yeah. <laughs> like the Haitian, like well, I, mean, the, I guess it'd be only like Y club. It'd be Y club. He's the only yeah. Haitian pop star that I know. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I'm like, am I intrigued? do I want to try and do some karaoke? Mm. But it, it, it didn't feel like the vibe was going to become that. Like, I don't think any of them knew it was turning into that. No. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? I don't know. I've done karaoke with you. Last time we did it, we did Kanye. Wasn't that our wedding? No. When were we for Lil's oh, birthday? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, and nobody liked it except us. <laughs> no, we did Kanye. We did Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Yeah. I mean. I'll always tap in with like Miranda and I we do like Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. 
before I discovered like rapping karaoke, the only songs mm-hmm. I would do were like Bare Naked Ladies if I had a million dollars or mm-hmm. anything by uh, BTO or the Guess Who because mm-hmm. I can't sing. So I got to, you know, if I had a million dollars, isn't really a sing song, isn't really a song you sing. It's anyways. No, okay, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, though. I know exactly. I'm saying in my range, I'm not going to do like Michael Jackson or uh, Whitney Houston or something. <laughs> so the one thing, and now this is the part I'm literally going to go on a tangent two tangents one we just spoke about if i had a million dollars this weekend and i told you that at my battle of the bands in high school i performed that with my band and it was what horrible was band name i don't even know if we had one back then so um but anyway we performed that song and it was shitty at best well i mean it's a shitty song right but then the other thing is and like i was texting with other friend of the podcast aaron you and I have been talking about 60 songs that changed, explained. Is it explained? <laughs> What's the title? 60 songs that explain the 90s. And so, again, fast forward. I would just came back from another trip, but because my iPad was dead on the plane, I literally, John had downloaded a bunch of like episodes of this mm. podcast. So I literally like binge like seven hour and a half episodes yeah. through the whole flight. And then all I wanted to do was talk about this with anyone right. who would listen to me. That's, yeah. So now I'm like, fuck, man. Do we have to rebrand our podcast as a rewatchables, re-listenables of that podcast? If we were to start this podcast again, that's how it would be. Because nobody cares about two people in Toronto's uh, life. Singapore fucking did. That's true. So, and like, obviously friends do. That's but fair. I was going to say, so in talking or in listening to a bunch of episodes in the Chili Peppers episode of Rob Harvella's, right? Is that right? Rob Harvella, yeah. Um, podcast. He does a look back on under the bridge but he talks about anthony kiedis as not a singer but like a talk mm. singer yeah that's right. right but he's an amazing front man but yeah. he's not a good singer no. so i feel like to your point mm. bare naked ladies that song yeah. is like a talk singing song those guys are good singers though 100%. but they don't really sing that song no ed and steve are like amazing singers yeah so anyway that's my, those are my two tangents <laughs> that's awesome well would you ever want to see the red hot chili peppers in concert out of curiosity yeah we tried to but they're sold out that's right so back to the big uh karaoke haitian dinner <laughs> night out on the town in montreal yeah so we stayed out till like i think like 11 p.m. midnight or something mm-hmm. that night and it was just super fun and then like Tammy dropped us off I think. Yeah she did very nice. Uh, which was super sweet and then the next day we went on another adventure. Well it was also very very cold in Montreal if you remember that and it was like pretty big snowstorms each day which was kind of half the fun but we went down to what was it Old Montreal? Yeah we went to Old Montreal so there's this really amazing John loves crepes. I love crepes. You love crepes and so this sounds super pretentious we only get (laughs) crepes in Montreal or Paris. (laughs) I mean, I would eat crepes anywhere else, obviously, but we only really get them in Montreal or Paris. Yes. um, I've also never made a crepe. Have you made a crepe? I haven't made a crepe. I'm more the breakfast, even though you made breakfast this morning. I'm the guy who likes to make pancakes and French toast. So Mm -hmm. I was telling you earlier today during the holiday break, I would love to make crepes for us. So and I want us to make chicken and waffles for dinner. Yeah, we that is a lucky charms. That is a holiday fave. So in Ville Marie in Old Montreal, there is this amazing crepe restaurant that we've gone to a bunch of times. 
Um, famously, we went to it after we bought the house. That's right, because all we could afford were crepes. <laughs> so um, it's called Muju. Oh, you don't remember it? Yeah. Um, nice. And so it is this tiny little crepe place. You could fit probably like 10 people in there. They have amazing coffee bar. They have amazing service. They're super sweet. The music is great. We So I'm actually looking at the crepe you got. Are you looking at a picture of it? Yeah. Okay. So to your point, there's syrup, there's icing sugar, and chocolate. Really? Yeah. So I always get a... Can you not? <laughs> I, I got oh, so hungry. Stop. Right? Um, I'd like to play this podcast clean. Stop. That was, that was a sound effect. <laughs> um, so going. anyway, I love getting savory crepes. So I got a regular like uh, croque monsieur. One, so it's like a ham and Swiss mm. one and you got like a more sweet crepe. But the funniest part is always like by the time your crepe always comes out first because it doesn't have to get like cooked inside. Right. And then by the time mine comes, you've already done your crepe. So yeah. you're like, I'm like, just get another one. Of course I will. Um, But I'll always get like two coffees and stuff. So it was so delicious. Hanging out in old Montreal has like some of the best restaurants you will go to for brunch, for lunch, for dinner. So um, for those of you traveling and looking for places to go, one strip in um, old Montreal is like super fun um, off of just one second. You're giving these people uh, off, some good business. You yeah. should be giving us free crepes next time we're up there. <laughs> it's off uh, Notre Dame and Rue de Bonsquies. Sounds correct. Yeah. So definitely check it out. But what is the main headline here is we were in old Montreal. Montreal is also known for... A couple other things. Music. Really? Okay. really amazing bands. Arcade Fire, Grimes, All Hail from Montreal. Mm -hmm. Another thing it's known for is What's it's that? art. Oh, what is art? What Are is we art? art? Are we is art? art? So in old Montreal, there is amongst all the restaurants and like boutiques and things, they have a slew of different art galleries. And so because of those of you who have gone on the journey with John and I, we bought this new house. Yeah. And we were like, oh, behind our main couch that we told you about in the last podcast that we bought, mm -hmm. we have a giant like 20 foot wall. And so we're like, right. we need to buy artwork that goes on there. Yeah. But how does one buy artwork that's not from Ikea? Have you ever bought like actual art? art? Yeah, real art that isn't from Ikea? No. And I we do love going to art galleries. Like I will say as like, especially as we got older, like both you and I like love looking at architecture. Mm -hmm. We love going to art galleries or even like just different types of like textile museums. Right. And things. But we went on this journey. I think we went to like four art galleries in yep. Montreal in a row. But the weirdest one was we're like, oh, let's just like pop into this one. And yeah, again, the very first one you're talking the about. The very first one. So there's a couple of things that always John takes the piss out of me for. The first <laughs> one being is when I give any cashier yeah. in Toronto my address. I Any and, cashier who, if we're not in Toronto. So like, yeah. let's say even if we're in Oakville or Ottawa <laughs> yeah. and the person's like, okay, um, yeah. So you'll be like, okay, I'm buying this shirt. Uh, do you have a location in Toronto? Because, you know, I live, we're from Toronto and yeah. I'm not going to be back in Oakville. So can I return this in Toronto where I live? Yeah. So John thinks I hype up that I live in Toronto so much in the suburbs. And then the second part was it's during, we took off time off work to go. So it's like the work week. Yeah. Right. So we stroll up into this first gallery, 
Right. And you know that point where you're like, I'm in too deep. I can't like leave. Like some 41. Like some 41. I'm in too deep, but it's not a cool pool. It's an art gallery. Yeah. And it's like, we kind of see some stuff we like. And what John and I have realized is we like, like modern mixed media type vibrant art. That doesn't sound pretentious at all either. A hundred percent. But when you go on the journey to four art galleries in the span of two hours, you learn yes, what you like. That's true. So the one crazy thing is we go into this first fucking art gallery and it's like two or three floors and there's like, you know, pretentious art people in there who know what's up. But we fucking stroll in and do we not walk into where the cheapest painting is how much money? I believe it was probably ninety thousand dollars for a Mickey. <laughs> it was Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it was weird. It was a Mickey like, Mouse painting, kind of stuff. Ninety thousand dollars. Some of those were up to and over two hundred thousand dollars easily. So we're too far into this story now to like leave this building to be like, oh, we obviously can't but afford this. They don't know. We could be rich, famous podcasters or TikTokers or influencers. Exactly. We're there on a Wednesday, and exactly. like to just sell the story even more. So what do we say? Hi, we just came in from Toronto and we're looking to buy some art, right? Which also makes That's us- That's the only time I didn't make fun of you because I'm like, that might work that line. Yeah, because it's literally like you get treated really well. Like people who are from just- from Toronto? <laughs> so people who just say like, oh, I'm in the business to like curate and buy some art. You're fucking wheeling and dealing in life. Like, I'm sorry. Right. You're in there on a fucking Wednesday being like, I'm here to buy $90,000 worth of art. You're being taken seriously. We obviously did not leave said store with any art. No, we did not. Right? But at least it prepped us for the conversations for the next three art galleries. That's true. So we went to another one, which yep. was like, eh, okay. It's, it's all in a strip that are all like side by side pretty much. Yeah. So we're in the next one and it's like fine or whatever. Um, we ended up talking to the art dealer and then, do you remember the one we went to and the guy was a musician and we hung out yeah, with I him do. a fair yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was like a drummer and he said yeah. like they closed the shop to play yeah. gigs and I was like, oh man, let's just hang out with this guy. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that guy was cool. We, I think we did hang out in there for like 20 minutes with him. I think so. Yeah. So we ended up going to one store and again, same strip. And John and I both find like, it's kind of like buying furniture. If we both see something we both like, we almost have to buy it without kind of considering it. So we see this amazing painting yeah, and it's like kind of in different installations. It's like either a giant one mm -hmm. that could potentially fit 20 feet. Right. It's in like one giant frame. Then there's the same picture painting in a different kind of configuration, but broken up into three. Right. And it's a painting of this like red tree with like purple and blue accents. But when the like light or the light hits it, sunlight hits it, it kind of reads a little bit more haunting and dark. For sure. I became obsessed with this fucking painting yep. so hard. Yeah, you did a hundred percent. And I, I loved it too, actually. I thought I loved the colors. I loved the vibe of it. I loved Everything. There was just something about it that both appealed to us. So we went on a journey to like basically email this guy. We were like talking about like, can we ship it to Toronto? How much would that cost? We never purchased art before. Are, no. we, are we like those people? The moral of the story is we did not buy this artwork. However, we still probably could though. Maybe. Yeah, we could actually opposing behind the green chair. Yeah, mm. We now we've. 
We'll talk about it later, but we've now since then filled that space. Yeah. And I think I have very specific ideas of what I want on the um, wall behind the green chair. Okay. And so basically the moral of the story is, is that Montreal art galleries are beautiful. They're all yeah. clustered together with the exception of going into like a different neighborhood, but in old Montreal, you'll get a really good selection of like different options of what type of like price point types right. of art you want to go to. Um, and this really kicked off John and my kind of adventure, even in Toronto, in Chicago, well, that'll be a different story. Yeah. We started going on like art gallery adventures. Yeah, we to, did. To like, basically find new art. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Like, I don't know. It just felt very adult of very us. Very adult. Very adult. Um, so yeah. So then from there, um, we also looked at some furniture. <laughs> we went to the Peel Pub to have drinks in the afternoon. Oh, that's right. The which Peel was Pub. awesome. And I think there was a hockey game. Probably, no, there wasn't because we were going to try and go to a, a Habs game, but they actually weren't playing in Montreal that no, weekend. No, no, on the TV, I mean. Oh, on the TV, yeah. yeah. There was probably a game going on the TV. Yeah, yeah. So, so we went to the Peel Pub, which is like a very um, kind of like commercial, reputable bar in Montreal. If you go there, really cheap drinks. Crush some adult bevies. Ovs. But then we had the concert. That was that? Well, I think we also... Before then, we actually went to the theater, the movies. Oh, damn. Do you want to talk about the what movies we, we saw? We'll save the concert for a bit yeah. later. What did we see? So we actually ended up going to two movies this weekend. One of them was a movie that had, it was, it's, it was the trilogy, and we had not seen the first two movies. And I haven't seen Rocky. Anyways, we ended up seeing <laughs> Creed 3. And have you ever seen Creed 1 or 2? No. Have you seen Rocky 1 through 7? I didn't even know there were 7. I thought there were 3. Okay, so you've never seen any of the Rocky movies. No. So here's the thing. Okay, this also might feel like a super guy thing. My old roommates, Polly and Henry, they both were obsessed with like Sylvester Stallone and Rocky. Obsessed? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I liked like, like they two know Rocky the, movies. Okay, they know all the words. That's fair. Okay? I mean, it was a there's a reason why there's 7 of them. Apparently. So then, like, this Creed stuff happened. And, like, my only kind of context is the guy from Friday Night Lights is in it. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan plays Creed, who, yeah, basically, I've, I, so the night before, the day before, <laughs> we actually saw the movie Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, that's, we, we have to set this up. So Cocaine Bear, obviously, there's not cocaine this wasn't cocaine bear three this was cocaine bear <laughs> which is based on a true story yeah and it's got a lot of good actors in it and it's a true story about a bear that ingested mm -hmm. cocaine and wreaks havoc yeah and we saw that movie and it was fun i mean it was like a fun 90 minute comedy yeah. movie John right? and I also when we go on vacation because you and i don't really take the time to watch movies yeah when we're like during the work week or in, unless it's like a tiff run or whatever um, so when we go on trips, it's like, oh, we have nothing to do in the middle of the day. Let's go see a movie yeah. and just kick it. I love seeing daytime movies. So totally. I, I thought the movie was fun. What'd you think of Cocaine Bear? I fucking loved it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it had Ice Cube's son. Yeah. And it was directed by what's her face? The, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. So it was a fun movie. So fast forward to the next day and we actually had like four hours before the always concert and dinner. And so we're like, well, I think it was because it was actually a bad, it was snowing quite a bit. It yeah. was freezing cold. Oh, yeah, because so, we were walking on the McGill campus and we were exactly. like, it's too cold and like too and snowy. I, I've had the same winter jacket for like eight years. You got me this amazing winter jacket that was so good. I never needed a new one, but I was on the search for a new winter jacket and ended up finding one 
that we both liked. But I was like, I don't know if I want it. So I'll think on it, come back. And I ended up buying it. I actually love it, but I don't even remember what it looks like because like two <laughs> weeks later it was spring and I haven't worn it since. So I'm kind of excited for the cold weather because I remember really actually loving this jacket. But yeah, it was freezing cold. We had time to kill before the show. So we're like, well, let's go back to the movie theater. And I'm like, do you want to go see Creed 3? And you're like, well, what is Creed? And I'm like, you know Rocky? And you're like, what is Rocky? So I've... I mean, again, I haven't seen all the Rocky movies, but I know that in Rocky, there's a guy named Apollo Creed, who at first is enemies with Rocky. They're both rival boxers, Mm -hmm. and then they become friends, and then Creed gets killed by this big Russian boxer dude. Yeah. Fast forward, Michael B. Jordan plays Creed's son. Yeah, this was all too much for me, too. So, I was like, yo, when you're like, Apollo's Creed, I'm like, is that I his know, like, personal is, motto? No, <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, what no, is that's, this? No, that's a dude. So. And somewhere in between Hulk Hogan's in the movie. But anyways, I'm like, all I need to know is Michael B. Jordan plays the son of a boxer mm-hmm. who was killed and was like best friends with Rocky. And mm-hmm. I mean, we both like Michael B. Jordan. You like him from Friday Night Lights and mm-hmm. Black Panther and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm sure it's not going to be that hard to follow. And I was like, oh, also... Uh, fuck, what's the guy's name from The Wire is in it? Uh, Omar. No, no, no. The, um, not Stringer Bell. What's the other guy's? Why can't I think of it now? Isn't it Omar? No, Omar's the shotgun. Oh, yeah. Avon. Avon. I was like, yo, Avon Barksdale's yeah. in this. And you're like, what is an Avon Barksdale? Yeah, I haven't like, oh, watched right. The Wire yet. I was like, look, in the, in the show The Wire, Michael B. Jordan's in it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And he has one of the most beloved characters with a tragic ending and Avon Barksdale is in this movie. So you're like, okay, a boxer in in the the wire. wire. So I think that's actually what got us started to watch the wire was I'm like, if you like Michael B. Jordan, I'm like, Oh yeah. Cause he's Wallace. He's Wallace. Exactly. So, so we want, and I've never seen any of the first two creeds. So I'm like, I'm going into this. I don't know what's happening either, but I mean, it's a boxing movie. Mm -hmm. Didn't really need to know much. Mm What do you think of Creed three? was fun again i had no context michael b jordan directed it yeah i had no context for what the fuck was going on i thought it was super fun i actually always love like those types of movies because they always have a really good action sequence yeah so do you remember when they were like training to work out in that final fight and it was like that really fast cutting well that's what the that's what the rocky movies did that's what that um fly what's the what's the rocky eye of the tiger like it's all montage it's him ru- yeah. running up the stairs it's him running in the woods so so yeah i like the movie a lot too i thought michael b jordan was good i love seeing avon barksdale which i almost wish you'd seen the wire first and mm-hmm. then saw him because obviously yeah after that we watched the wire and uh, you loved wallace aka michael b jordan and yeah. it's real sad what happens to his character yeah we didn't watch it because i couldn't so that, that was a fun break. Again, we both love daytime movies during the work week. And from there, uh, we had the concert. Yeah, I think one of the things I was thinking about this, too, because dear friend of the podcast, Lou, he always says whenever you and I go on vacations, we put in a lot of things. And I'm like, do we? But I'm also like, I feel like they're just staples. Okay, John's like, yes, we do. No, I was like, do we or is it do you? Do, do I? I like doing adventures. That is not a shock. But I also think it's like, if we're in a different city, I want to go to restaurants, I want to go to movies, and I definitely want to go to concerts, right? Which is usually minus like a beach vacation, which is more just like to recoup. We always try and make a concert stop in any city we go to. Like even in Paris, we went and saw like San San Furman in like an underground like club. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, And I wouldn't trade that for anything. No. But- yeah, so I was like, oh, do we do a lot? But I'm like, I always feel like 
it's a lot of fun. Um, of course it is. So anyway, so just rewinding a little bit for John's Christmas present, there were no like concerts in Toronto that we saw coming up that I wanted to get John tickets for. Like, obviously I didn't know who these sacred souls were yet. Um, so I found John tickets to go see the band always who had just dropped a new album. It's got nominated for the Grammys, didn't they? Totally. And so, uh, we had never seen them before. No. Uh, so they were playing at the M Tellus building, yeah. which you had famously had gone to before. But I had never. Yeah, yeah. I saw probably one of the best concerts of my life there 16, 17 years prior to this concert, which was Wyclef Jean, (laughs) who we had already obviously mentioned. Mm -hmm. Because it it all makes sense, in Montreal, there's a large Haitian population. Mm -hmm. Wyclef is Haitian. So, again, the bar we went to a few days earlier, Haitian karaoke. So, I saw Wyclef Wyclef there with uh, Dan, and I remember it just being such a cool club in Wyclef. Did two nights there. We saw him on night two, and he famously said, I performed three hours last night, so I'm doing four hours tonight. <laughs> and he proceeded to do, like, the same several songs two or three times. <laughs> he may have enjoyed some uh, jazz cigarettes that night. Yeah. I think he did. Wasn't, like, Sean waiting in the parking lot to pick Yeah, I don't know why. Up. Sean was in Montreal. For some reason, he didn't come to the show, but he was nice <laughs> enough to pick us up. And I felt bad because he was, like, waiting. Like, you know that street now. Yeah. It's a busy street. Yeah, I think he was out there for, like, an hour and a half waiting for us, but <laughs> Wycliffe was amazing. So I was excited to go back to this venue because I knew it would be dope. Yeah, no. So I had never been, I had never actually seen a concert in Montreal. Okay. I think. Um, and have we? No, no I don't, I think, don't so. think so. Um, so yeah, so I've never been to the MTELUS and here's the thing. Montreal, like sometimes I say Toronto audiences do are not, boring. are boring. They do not cheer, which stresses me out because I think it takes a lot of, like courage, resiliency, and just stamina to perform in general. Right. So it's like fucking people get off your ass and cheer. Okay. I was not ready for the amount of people wedged into that venue. It was a very tightly packed venue that got real warm real quickly and real rowdy real quickly. That's like right. it was like really good energy. Yeah. Like when uh, Mary Me Archie came on. Oh yeah. Holy shit. So for those of you guys who don't know the band always, they're like an indie alt rock group. Um, they're not from Montreal. I, know, I, I, think, they're, they're I from, think they're from New York probably. I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Um, and so they're fronted. Uh, it's actually almost an all female band. Um, but the lead singer, she has like a very. Oh, like, they're, sorry. They're from PEI. Yeah, Ryan, that's which it. Is, so they're Canadian. But they're based out of Toronto. Yeah. So they're Canadian. Um, but anyway, the lead singer She's like this tinier blonde girl and her voice is fucking fierce. Yeah. I would say. And like, they just have like a really good rock presence. Like their songs are very like anthemic in a different way. So we were really excited. I kind of think it goes with our motto for the year of like, just go for it. We knew a fair, like a handful of songs, but we didn't know everything. Yeah. But the crowd was so packed and intense it was almost distracting for me in a little way, like to be like, am I loving this show? Am I scared of this show? Right, <laughs> like, right. Kind of thing. And so, I don't know. I thought it was awesome, but it, it, it was a good way to christen our Montreal music going experience. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, I mean, we both, like you said, we loved their new album. I don't know a lot of their older stuff, mm-hmm. but I thought... The lead singer, and she was a guitarist as well. I thought mm-hmm. she was amazing. Her piped was great. Like, there's this one song, I think it's called Velveteen, where she hits this yeah. crazy high note. Spoiler alert, that'll probably be the uh, song of the week <laughs> for us this week. But 
I thought it was great. It did. It just got a little hot and a little like stuffy in there. So again, I'm like, are we just getting older? Or we're like, oh, geez, I need some more space. But <laughs> that's fair. I thought it was a great, a great concert. And you'll find out maybe next week's episode where it ranks on our best concerts of the Ooh. year. Because I think, I think next week will be best of 2023. That's exciting, actually. Um, and so from there, we actually, they had an, again, like a outdoor hockey ring. Yeah, and like, like a, almost like a carnival or carnival, something. Like a winter carnival going on again in like one section of like that area off St. Catherine Street. And so we just went and like dicked around and walked around there at night. But again, it was like, you know, leave it to Canadians in yeah. like the middle of like March in yeah. like minus 20 degree weather to like rally. Yeah. Um, You had your new coat or not yet? I think, no, I think... The next day, we're like, let's go back and buy. Oh, I yeah. saw my old jacket for that one. So obviously, as one does in Montreal, we then went to Little Portugal. That's right. The next day. That um, was definitely a snowstorm. So I remember we walked through that, right? Yeah, we walked through that. And actually, I, I appreciate when you and I do stuff like that. Because I do feel like you and I just kind of roll with it, like mm. just to have the experience or whatever. So we went to another crepe place. I love it. In old Montreal called Crepe de Moment. Nice. And you got, remember we had those hot that, chocolates Yeah, I was going to say bowls. those really amazing hot chocolates. Um, yeah. So that was like very out of the nineties. I feel like drinking in like giant cups. Yeah. Um, but again, we dicked around, we walked around like St. Catherine street, we went back to like McGill to the hill and everything. I got some really good ramen. While oh, yeah, we were there, ramen. Uh, just because it was so cold. But then we were also looking for, um, you had never gone to this one bar. Well, first we were, we were, we wanted to go for a really nice steak oh, dinner, dinner yeah. remember? Because I think we had gone to some nice places, uh, obviously crepes and mm -hmm. dinner with friends and stuff. But I think, was it you or me who was craving like a good steak I dinner? I think you were. I think I, I'm like... I want a good steak dinner and mm. you wanted to take me to this really impressive bar. I won't give away the hook on that yeah. yet, but like, let's find a restaurant close to this bar we want mm -hmm. to go to afterwards. So we went back to old Montreal cause again, amazing restaurants. And there was this really awesome, um, kind of like five-star meat restaurant, almost like an old timey kind of place, like really awesome DJ, like bricked wall, red yeah. leather, et cetera, called Boof. So beef. How are you getting all these? Because uh... I have a good memory sometimes. Okay. So um, we went in there. Uh, the food was delicious. Correct. Right? Yeah. Food was delicious, but wasn't the service the real service, slow? Yeah, the service is real slow, which was kind of annoying. Yeah. I, yeah, you're right. The service was real slow. Like annoyingly slow. And we're pretty okay. Like I get places are busy, but this mm. one was like. Like, even just to get, like, our waters and stuff yeah. took, like, 10, 12 minutes. And then didn't he, like, give us a free dessert because they were so slow? I think so, yeah. So, anyways, I get there's different reasons why things. It was also Saturday night. Place was popping. Yeah, but I made a reservation. I, we no, I know. I meant, like, the in. service. I mean, we got yeah. our table right away, yeah. but it just took a while to get our food. Yeah, that's true. But and I felt was, like he forgot about us. I, I think, think that's that was, what it was. Because somebody, like other people came in after us. Yeah. But as the, like a pairing. The food was delicious. I remember I definitely got a really nice steak. Totally. But then I was telling you, after we go and have this delicious dinner, I need to take you to this bar. Okay. That I What's had so gone, special about this bar? <laughs> this bar I had gone to um, years ago 
And it was super fun because it was more like a speakeasy. I went with some of my friends from um, a production team um, from Tahoe because we were working on a project together. And we all had um, like early flights. We're like, oh, where should we go? And so we were all in like old Montreal. And I was like, oh, let's go here because this bar is still open. And so you walk up to it and there's no real door or sign. Okay. Um, so wait, someone knew about this or you just stumbled upon I it? I stumbled upon it because I saw somebody come somebody out of come it. out of it, right. So then I was like, oh, let's just go here because this place still looks open. And the cool thing about Montreal is shit stays open for a really long time Yeah. Um, in this neighborhood. So we go there and it was like kind of crazy because you like get in there. It's like, okay, so it was like 1 a.m. or something. We like walk in. Then you have to walk down a hall mm. and then you go through like a fridge door yeah. down some stairs. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going into? Yeah. But it really ended up becoming like the coolest bar I've gone to possibly Sounds in the world. Cool. Yeah. It is called the cold room. Mm. And so this like speakeasy bar basically can only fit like 20 people in it max right right it is like an awesome cocktail bar i think they might do food we just never have done food there i think they do food we didn't do it though yeah and so it's awesome the decor was amazing the first time i went they were playing like all this amazing classic like b-side rock oh nice kind of thing of like old tom petty old like oh, stones damn. old like beatles and stuff but it was not the hits it was all like the hidden shit right and so i was like so excited to take you to this bar again so what was your feeling when we first got there uh my feeling when we first got there was I, you did a good job of remembering because again you're like it's just there's no sign or door it's like a wall with mm-hmm. like this weird little entrance. And so we were kind of waiting there and then you ring like a doorbell, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that the thing? And luckily because it was like Saturday night and it's a pretty small ex- exclusive bar. Luckily, right as we kind of rang the doorbell, two people were leaving. And so the bouncer, whoever, when they mm-hmm. left saw us there and he's like, I got room for two people and that's kind of it. So I'm like, Oh wow. We, we were lucky to get in there to, to begin with. And so, like your point, you go down these stairs and you go through like a meat locker and then you walk in and it's just like a really cool looking atmosphere, like low ceilings, anything with low ceilings, it's for a bar mm-hmm. or a comedy is the perfect environment. Mm-hmm. Dark lighting. We were sat, sat at the bar, which was cool. And they have these amazing drink menus where it's like, you don't get beer. It's like all cocktails right mm-hmm. there. And which you're not really a cocktail person, but you got unless too. It's Tito's and soda, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of led on or leaned on you to be like, okay, what do you think I'll like? And you mm-hmm. know what I kind of like. So the the bartenders were really cool and really friendly and nice. And then what I really <clears throat> appreciated was the music yeah. was on fleek. Yeah, this is the shit. What kind of music was it this time? It was like early to mid 2000s hip hop music. Mm-hmm. And I think they were playing, like, maybe it started with, like, Talib Kweli or something. Like, okay, he's kind of underground, but he's a bit more mainstream underground. But then mm-hmm. they played this one song that I loved in college. I'm going to play it, too. Okay. And I couldn't believe they were playing it. And then you were kind of like, oh, this is um, this is a great song, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the music was so good. Actually, I'll go into the playlist. Mm-hmm. We added, like, six or seven songs yeah. to um, to our drive home. But hold on, I gotta find. Oh, here it is. So it's the song that came on is called Compton by Gorilla Black, oh, featuring yeah. Beanie Man, and it's a straight up like um, it's a very famous like dance hall song that he sampled. Mm-hmm. But this song came on, 
banana gorilla block where you're from Zag, i'm strictly business just like epmd i'm b-l-a-c-k from the cpt where they dip them cigarettes and pcp and them but again here's a song that i i actually still listen to this song but i would never play it for you or okay. for friends because i don't I didn't think it'd really be a song that people would enjoy unless you're like a big hip hop fan, but like me. But you said you loved the song, I right? I loved it. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh my god!" So hold on, I'm just. I think they also played a bunch of like Fuji stuff. I'm just looking oh, at the yeah. playlist here. So hold on, they played all this great music. So yeah, here's what they played. They played um, Compton by Gorilla Black. They played this song mm -hmm. by the Fugees. Oh yeah. Fuji La La, so it's like. Mm -hmm. And then the next song they played was this one, which reignited your love for. Oh, I know. So good. Big, this is such a good big facts. I know our amazing quartet, our lead yep. in our quartet, Bijan, actually did backing strings for Lauren Hill and Wyclef at their show in Toronto. So badass. So badass. And then the one other piece of music again that they played, and then we'll, I'll get off the music that I was so impressed was they played an Ice Cube song. That's not like one of his most famous ones, but they played this mm -hmm. song. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like this music was catered for me. The song's called, You Know How We Do It yeah. by Ice Cube. I'll just play like the first yeah. 10 seconds, but it's like one of the best like West Coast beats you'll hear. You know how I mean, come on, that's smooth. <laughs> Did you just drop your voice like Barry White oh. to say that? Yeah, I feel like I want to freestyle over this beat, but oh, I won't. God. Anyway, this is the music they were playing that no, night. No, no, but like the crazier part is too, we ended up texting Sean and Tesla, friends of the podcast, uh, when we were in there just saying, um, oh, we made it to Cold Room because Sean is actually friends with one of the owners. Yeah. Um, he went to school with him. And so he was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. John's drinking cocktails. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, John's drinking cocktails. But they also have the most like dope hip hop playlist yeah. behind it. So like it was almost like that night was catered for you. It was almost like they knew, I was, yeah, they knew I was coming. Like, OK, let's kind of get this guy to come back. Here's the music he likes and the drinks. Mm -hmm. And so. Did, what was your, uh, that was my experience. Was I loved it. What was your experience? Oh, I fucking there? love it. I actually told one of my new teammates, Noah, to go there um, with his partner. He went like, I think a month ago and he said the cold room was awesome. Matt from my team went and he said oh. the cold room was awesome. He fucking loved it. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that was our last night there and it was a. Uh, but you're forgetting. What's that? Come full circle. You called this out on last podcast. Okay. Or two podcasts ago. What's that? While we were in Montreal is when the Chris Rock special oh, came out. Oh, yes. So Ferris texted us about it. Yeah, so we went back to our mm -hmm. room. I forget one of these. It was probably after the cold room. Yeah. And yet, it was interesting. Chris Rock's new special was on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I think it was like live to Netflix. So it was like an actual live taping, yeah. which is... And you might not know this, but most comedians, when they film an hour special, they'll do six nights or six shows and they'll film all six shows wow. and then cut it together. So if you flub a line, like, well, you recorded it better in show three. So mm -hmm. Chris Rock was doing a live stand up hour special and we watched it and he did flub. He actually flubbed the very ending yeah. Chris or Will Smith jokes, but we were watching it on Netflix. And I think by the time it had already ended, but it was up for replay. Yeah. And so we were watching it. And like you said, I think, or we said two weeks ago, we're like, holy shit. This is like the full yeah. jokes that we saw at the comedy cellar, but these are like the final, like finished polished jokes. Totally. 
So it, no, it was it was insane. Like I think the other thing that's really cool about this year, and you'll kind of hear more when we get to like the Chicago episode, is even just having moments or like only murders and seeing the building. Yeah. It's like we're having like all of these weird quasi pop culture moments this year i would say yeah and the chris rock one was really cool and i think because the three of us uh our friend ferris experienced it she was just telling cam everything in real time her partner and cam's like let me just watch it but like, they were watching and they were in la yeah they, they were in la and so they were like a half hour ahead of us yeah. so we were live texting each other like oh my god he said this joke and this is a joke that mm -hmm. we saw it was it was really cool to see him working out material and then to totally. see it actually like two months later basically mm -hmm. in his live special. So it was, it was a really fun experience. So the other thing we were trying to do is, but John called it out, was go see a Habs game, even though yeah. we're not Habs hockey fans. But Bell Center's a legendary hockey rink, so I would have gone just, I would have cheered for them if they were totally. playing. Totally, we're, we're here for sports. Um, but we didn't, because there was nothing there, but we did walk around the Bell Center, and we went to go get bagels at Kettleman's, yeah, which is a famous, yeah, which is a famous Canadian Montreal-style bagel place. Yeah. If you're ever there, they're delicious. I wish we brought, like, 15 home with us. Um, and then, yeah, we just went on the drive home. Drove home, and it was it was an epic, like, four days in Montreal. We did a little bit of everything, ate our way through, went to a cool bar, saw some friends, concerts, cocaine bear, all the above, <laughs> bought some new jackets. Did you buy any? You, I did. I remember went you, went, to, you went to that store. Yeah, so one of my uh, friends, um, Audrey, mm -hmm. had told me about this amazing, or oh, we actually went to. You. Yeah, mm -hmm. she was the one who told me she about it. She has great fashion sense. She does. Um, and so Audrey introduced me to this amazing store in Old Montreal again called, I think it's The Lang. Mm. Um, and it's a boutique store. But what I love about that experience is, Unlike going into like a mall and I actually don't like shopping. I find it stressful. I find it overwhelming. Like I don't right. have a body that everything can fit on. Mm. They actually dress you in this store and it's not in a weird way no. where you feel well, it was like, like the owner. Yeah. The owner was like, literally like, tell me about yourself and yeah. like started pulling stuff for me in like colors and things. So the actually here's a shout out. The jacket that I am wearing on the front cover of this season's podcast is from that store. That's fire, chef. Yeah, and so, like, I think I dropped, like, I bought, like, three shirts from there, mm -hmm. like, that jacket. I almost bought this, like, crazy other jacket that was, right. like, a statement jacket, and you're like, I don't know if you're going to wear that. It was more kimono-based. Right, and right. I was like, yeah, but I love it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, super cool fashion, super cool experience definitely go there to find some like one-of-a-kind unique things from like europe and like from montreal so it just has like a bit more edge right so yeah like you said it was <clears throat> excuse me an action-packed weekend drove home and by then the weather was a bit better although remember when we were leaving the hotel it was like crazy traffic because i think there was like a family show at the bell center oh, or yeah, something it was like going. uh frozen on ice yeah and we were like trying <laughs> to like get out of the, the parking lot area it was madness but mm -hmm. then Pretty easy drive home. Uh, we were almost flirting with the idea of going to like Ottawa real quick to see my family, oh, yeah. but it was like too far out of the way and yeah. everything. So that was fine. But it was an awesome trip. And I thank you again for the Christmas gift. It led to a very memorable weekend, which is dope. Totally. I was going to say the only other thing we did, not only other thing, we obviously had like fun other March adventures. Um, but I don't know if you want to talk really quickly about our random Sunday Niagara on the Lake adventure. Oh, that we did, went met a friend at? 
We or, went with like six friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do that. <laughs> yeah. So basically, was that, was, that was the following week. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, one of the things I love is we're obviously always up for an adventure. So Sean and Tesla were saying that they were going to rally in Niagara-on-the-Lake because Sean's um, other really good friend, Dave, um, who you know as well, and obviously mm-hmm. I know now from their wedding, was coming down and we were going to rally um, with him and with uh, Tesla's cousin, Amber. Mm-hmm. And so the six of us literally went on a tour of all these different wineries, Yeah, um, which was like... Went to like Wayne Gretzky's winery, yeah. right? Yeah, we went to Wayne Gretzky's. We went to that one, it was like oh, Big Head. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? And I felt yeah. like we were such assholes there. Oh, that was that the first one? I, or no, that no, was that's the like one the, where we did like the actual like Yeah, uh, the tasting. tasting. And so it was like all the different glasses of stuff. And then it was like the crackers. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> tell whatnot. me what this wine tastes like. Tastes red. Yeah. And so like all of us just like, there was almost like too many glasses on the table. Yeah. And stuff. But we just had so much fun at this place. And then, yeah, we went to... Um, another winery outside Wayne Gretzky's and actually ate and sat on their patio. But again, it was just like a random afternoon. We Mm -hmm. never planned on doing it. I think we got the call like in the night or in the morning. So so that was a ton of fun just to hang out and dick around there, which was great. 2023, always go for it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there is anything else. We also had Tesla's birthday, which was like super fun. We went to this arcade, but because I obviously have seizures, I can't look at a lot of things. So you played some games, which was great. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, that brings us to April. April. Well, so we're right at that time. I think. You want to tease April? Well, what do we do do in April? So April, we went back to Ottawa. Okay. For Easter. I did another trip to Winnipeg. Right. I'm doing my Canadian tour. Yeah. Um, And then what else did we do? Well, it doesn't matter because next week we won't be talking about any of that stuff because... (laughs) Thanks, John. I feel so welcome. Because next week we're taping this ahead of time, but next episode will be the first episode of 2024. It'll be January 2nd. So next week we will in fact be doing the best of 2023 countdown where we count down our 10 favorite songs, albums, TV shows, concerts, maybe even movies Mm -hmm. of 2023. That's amazing. I mean, honestly, we'll probably record next week, April, but (sighs) this is all out of order. So we will not be talking about what we did in April for two weeks. I made the best short ribs of my life. Well, they'll hear about that in two weeks. Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, next week is the best of episodes. So that's always my favorite one to do where we get to recommend our favorite episodes. Album songs and TV shows of the year. So I think we ought to land this plane. Obviously, we have to make always the band of the week, right? Yes. Which song are we thinking? Are we thinking it was down to either Pharmacist or Velveteen? Velveteen. I think Velveteen was my favorite is my favorite song by mm-hmm. them, and also my favorite song they did that night. So Velveteen is off their last album, which came out in 2022, called Blue Rev. And it's Grammy nominated now. Grammy nominated. Shout out to Prince Edward Island's own Always, spelled A-L-V-V-A-Y-S. So this song is called Velveteen, and it's by the band Always. So let's get into it. All the ways get in contact with our asses, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok.com slash Live605 to see all of our fun videos. And follow your boy. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. You never know which Jersey Shore star is going to tweet me back <laughs> or whose DMs I'll be sliding into. Oh, damn. <laughs> and you? I am Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. 
So until now, until, so until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Timer just went off with the chicken.